Okay, welcome back. Lesson 16, Factors in Simplest Form. Before we talk about uh, reducing a fraction to lowest terms, let's have a reminder on prime and composite numbers. A prime number is a number that's only divisible by 1 and itself. The first few primes are listed here, 2, 3, 5, 7, 11, 13, 17, 19, 23, 29. Can you think of the next prime? And you say, well, it's clearly not 30 because 30 has several factors perhaps 31. So start to um, get comfortable with identifying prime numbers. A composite number is a natural number greater than 1 that is not prime. Alright, so if I'm a natural number and I'm not prime, uh, I am composite. So 1 is neither prime nor composite. So that's just some vocabulary. More vocabulary. The prime factorization of a number expresses the number as a product of its factors and and those factors must be prime numbers. Okay, so let's try to write the prime factorization of 132 together. Now most people look at the number 132. We're gonna we're gonna use this sort of technique where we create a prime tree. Um, most people look at the number 132 and say gee it's even so I know 2 goes into it and that's fine let's start there. So um, 2 goes into 132 how many times? 66. Okay. Now circle 2 because it's a prime number. But 66 breaks down into something times something, right? And if you're, you know, you might want to go with 6s. So you might look at it and say, oh, okay, 6 times 11. Now, 11's prime, so I'm going to circle it. But, so when you hit a prime, circle it. But 6 further breaks down into something times something, right? 3 times 2. Aha! And 3 and 2 are prime numbers. So now I'm going to collect all my primes by a multiplication. So 2 dot 2 dot 3 dot 11. So 2 times 2 times 3 times 11 is the prime factorization. So this is writing as a product of primes. So note to self product of primes. That's our end game there. Um, writing as a product of primes, that original number, 132. Hope that helps. So if it's been a while since you've found the prime factorization of a number, or if you've never done that before, now you see that a prime tree is, uh, is a good way to go with that. So again, you would just write your final answer as 2 times 2 times 3 times 11, product of primes. Okay, let's keep reading. The fundamental theorem of arithmetic. Every whole number bigger than 1, greater than 1, has exactly one prime factorization. So that's actually the fundamental theorem of algebra. So that we take the whole number 12 and it has its own unique, keyword unique, fact, prime factorization. Uh, so no other whole number in the, on the planet has a prime factorization equal to 2.2.3. So you can imagine that prime factorizations are used a lot in encoding and decoding, right? So 2 times 2 times 3 uh, makes 12, and that would be its prime factorization. Write the prime...
Okay, in this next example, write the prime factorization for the numerator and the denominator to help you reduce the fraction to the lowest term. So this will be a technique since here at Hack, our pre-algebra course is no calculator. We have to have techniques for reduction. Now, I'm temporarily going to cheat. You didn't hear this from me. <laughs> but, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the calculator just, but, you know, just as a demo, but we don't actually use it for testing. So 117 out of 104, and then later in math we, you know, we hit math, and it says frac, we hit enter, we hit enter, and voila, poof, it reduces it for us to 9 out of 8. Aha, all right, fine, 9 out of 8 is reduced form, but we didn't do any work. So how do you prove that, and then what if you're not allowed to use a calculator? So let's try and look at the prime tree for the numerator the prime tree for the denominator. So we're going to go the good old-fashioned way and <clears throat> see how we can reduce this. Now clearly it's an improper fraction, but that's okay. So now you're looking at 117 and you're probably thinking, I don't know what times what makes 117. Well, we're going to talk about divisibility rules here in a moment. So notice the sum of the digits. Note to self, sum of digits equals 9. Because 1 plus 1 plus 7 makes 9. Aha, if the sum of the digits is 9, well, I know that number is divisible by 3, because 9 is a multiple of 3. I also know it's divisible by 9. So if you never learned those divisibility tricks, we're going to talk them in a moment. All right, so I know 9 goes into 117 evenly. I just got to figure on that. All right, goes in 13 times. So 117 is really 9 times 13. 13's prime, circle it. 9 breaks down to 3 times 3. Circle those. Okay, now let's focus in on the denominator. Now you're looking at the denominator and thinking, hmm, it ends in 4, so I'll probably start there. So 4, and let's see, 4 goes into 104 how many times? Um, 26 times, right? But 4 breaks down into 2 times 2. And 26 breaks down into 2 times 13. Aha. Now, gather your prime factorization for the numerator, which is 3 times 3 times 13. Gather your prime factorization for the denominator. And cancel common factors. Bing, bing. And gather what you're left with. And it's not that they're disappearing. It's that anything divided by itself in math is 1. So we can't, and make a recipe for yourself if you like there. Cancel common factors. And you're really just saying that 13 divided by 13 is 1. But then gather what you're left with. You're left with 3 times 3, which is 9. And you're left with 2 times 2 times 2, which is 8. See? So after all that sweat equity, you're left with 9 eighths. And remember, the calculator did that for us. That was my point. I don't like to give calculators to people too soon because it takes away the thought. You know, it's doing it for you and it's saying 9 eighths, but now we've proved it. All right. Um, let's try again. Keep reading. Divisibility tests. We know that if a whole number ends is even, you know, if the last digit of your whole number is 0, 2, 4, 6, 8, we know it's divisible by 2. Um, now we know about the sum of the digits. If the sum of the digits is divisible by 3, then that number itself is divisible by 3. We know that if, it, if the number ends in a 0 or 5, it's divisible by 5. 
We know that if the last digit on your number is 0, it's divisible by 10. And we can even um, add to that the rule for, uh, I can add to that the rule for 4. The rule for 4, check the last two digits of the number. If, you ch if the last two digits of the number are divisible by 4, then it's divisible by 4. If divisible by 4, then it's divisible by 4. Then the number itself is divisible by 4. So I'm just going to put an example there. Um, 3024. See, the last two digits of that number are divisible by 4. Therefore, it is divisible by 4. Okay? Um, we can have a divisibility rule for um, <clears throat> 6. I like the divisibility rule for 6. Um, if 2 and 3 check out, then 6 checks out. <laughs> so 2 does 6. And that means, you know, if you take a number, let's say 303, Let me think of a nice one here. 8. I meant 3, sorry about that, 3138. If you take a number, 3138, right? Sorry, the pen's being fussy. 3138. And you know, what I'm getting at is, you know it's even, so you know it's divisible by 2. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shorthand the writing here by two and you know it's divisible by three because the sum of the digits right eight plus three is eleven twelve thirty four fifteen yeah so fifteen is a multiple of three so two and three check out therefore it's also divisible by six so a lot of people say they wish they would have learned these divisibility rules sort of earlier in life it would have helped them you know break down a number and then obviously the rule for nine if the if the sum of the digits if the sum of the digits is a multiple of 9 then you know 9 divides that number and we saw that in the last example okay we'll play with that some more here in a moment Reminders on equivalent fractions. Fractions that represent the same portion of a whole or the same point on a number line are called equivalent fractions. So what I'm getting at is 6 eighths is mathematically equivalent to 3 fourths. And I like to think about it like this. If 3 out of 4 people like a movie, you know how they say 3 out of 4 dentists choose crest. That's the same as 6 out of 8, right? Same ratio. So if 3 out of 4 people like a movie, that's the same thing as 75%, which is the same thing, guess what? 6 out of 8 is the same percent. It's still 75%. Um, and you might say, well, how do you know that? Well, because if you reduce, so we're going to get into reductions of fractions. If you reduce 6 out of 8, either by you know, a prime tree, using a prime tree, or just intuitively saying 6 is divisible by 2, and so is 8. Whatever you do to the numerator, you got to do to the denominator. And you can mentally reduce it down to 3 fourths. Um, 
then we can start to talk about equivalent fractions and their meaning. And it really means they have the same representation, the same decimal representation, the same percent representation. So six out of eight people liking something is the same ratio as three out of four people. Okay, 75%, majority. That's going to come and play a lot in this course in the future. Um, simplest form or reduced form or lowest terms, when the numerator and denominator have no common factors other than one. So 14 out of 21, well, you've got a comp note to self, you've got a common factor or a common divisor of seven. So, th so that means, basically, that you can divide the top and the bottom by seven, the numerator and the denominator by seven, and you're going to arrive at reduced form, two-thirds. And again, if two out of three people choose crest, <laughs> that's a 66%. Right? And then that's 14 out of 21. It's the same percentage is what I'm getting at. Um, when you reduce, you can just look for common factors or you can uh, use prime factorization as we did earlier to help you reduce a fraction. So, um, and I have the recipe here, although we did it earlier. You, to write a fraction in simplest form, you write the prime factorization of the numerator and the denominator and cancel out any common factors. Okay, um, quick tip. When all the factors of your numerator or denominator are divided out, don't forget that one still remains in the numerator or denominator. So when you say five goes into itself once and five goes into ten twice, you know, you have to remember you're left with one half. You're not left with nothing over two, right? One half. All right, now let's practice some more. Okay, so I just have um, three sort of nice little examples to help you catch on to reduction of fractions. Let's start off with this first one. Since the numbers are fairly large, I think I'm going to go with, um, when the numbers are large, I'll go with divisibility rules to help break them down. So I see that the last two digits four, of this number, 48, so I know 4 definitely goes into that number. I see the last two digits here, 08. I know 4 goes into that. So I would start by dividing by 4. So note to self, if we divide, it's legal, as long as whatever we do to the top, we do to the bottom, right? So we're doing that common factor approach where we're dividing out by a common factor. And you can kind of do that off on the sides. So if you have, you know, if you're not allowed to use a calculator, you can do the uh, division off on the side. So 4 goes into 34, about 8. And then 4 goes into 28 um, <clears throat> seven times. So we're arriving at 87 for the numerator. And for the denominator, just leave myself some room there. I want to take 4 into 608. So 4 goes into 60 um, about, or 4 goes into 6 once. 4 goes into 25 times. And 4 goes into 8 um, two times, so 152. Now, when you arrive here, you really have to ask yourself, you know, should I go with a prime tree or should I try to look for a common factor? And, and that's really up to you. Um, I would try the divisibility rules like... Um, Just kind of run through those divisibility rules in your mind and say, okay, does 2 go into both of those numbers? No way. Um, 
8 plus 7 is 15, so I know 3 goes into the top number, but 3 doesn't go into the bottom number evenly. So um, either A, you, you'll have this gut instinct that it's reduced, um, or you could go with the prime tree option, but that is as far as it's going to go down. And uh, when you're at home, now in a testing circumstance, we don't use the calculator, but when you're at home, I encourage you to just be like, okay, 348, divide, just to check your answer, and then hit math, frac, it says enter, See, 87 out of 152. So we've confirmed um, with the calculator. But there are no common factors other than four is what we're getting at there. Let's try another. Now, if you're getting comfortable with the common factor thing, you may be looking at this and saying, gee, I, 12 and 36, I know 12 goes into both of those numbers. So I'm going to divide the top by 12, and I'm going to divide the bottom by 12. All right. So I'm going to have 1 over 3. So 12 out of 36, reduced to lowest terms, is a third. Now, I will remind you that you can, just a little side note, you can go with that prime tree option, like 12 breaks into 4 and 3, and 4 breaks down to 2 times 2. 36 breaks into 6 and 6, and this is 3, 2, um, 3, 2. The pen was being fussy there. And then you can, like, gather the prime composition for the top, the primes composition for the bottom, and cancel common factors. Cancel, 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 and hey, what are you left with? You're left with basically 1 over 3, <laughs> with 1 over 3, a third. So, like I said, you have to choose what's comfortable for you, dividing out the numerator and the denominator by some common factor, or going with the prime tree option. And again, we'll just check that um, 12 out of 36, math, frac, boom, one-third. Okay? Um, and this last one, 225 out of 500, you know, even if you're going in baby steps, like, uh, let's say the only common factor that pops into your head is 5, that's fine. Because um, your divisibility rules say they're ending in zeros and 5, so we can divide out by 5. So 5 goes into 225 how many times? 45 times. And um, 5 goes into 500, well, obviously 100 times. But then you arrive there and you're like, man, it still ends in a 5 and 0, so I got to go break it down again. And that's fine. You can divide by 5 again. So again, we're taking that common factor approach. So that's uh, 45 divided by 5 is 9, and 100 divided by 5 is 20. And clearly 9 and 20 have nothing in common. You could do a prime factorization for 9 and 20 and see they have no common factors. And again, just for time's sake, we will just we'll hit, hit the original 225 divided by 500 and hit math frac 9 out of 20. All right, hope that helps. I know reduction of fractions without a calculator can seem daunting, but now we know. Good luck out there.